Hello, hello. Welcome to Pish Posh Pages, your favorite no-strings-attached book club podcast. Here's how it works. I'll release short podcast episodes after I finish books. There's no set schedule, no required reading, and no rules. I want to turn my solo activity of reading into more of a conversation. I love hearing other people's thoughts and opinions on books, so now you'll get mine too. <laughs> Looking for book recs? Want to know my big takeaways from my recent reads? Want to hear what I loved or hated about the last book I read? You'll find out all that here at Pish Posh Pages. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I'm excited to have you a part of the club. Now, let's talk books. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Pish Posh Pages. I am Lindsay, and today I'm talking about the super popular book, Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. This is a college romance, a hockey romance, a little bit enemies to lovers, but we'll talk about that. Uh, it is smut. It's it's all those things. So here we go. It's very, very popular. It is recommended all over the place on TikTok, on Bookstagram, everywhere. Everyone's talking about this book. So I thought I gotta try it out. This was my first hockey romance and I've been wanting to read one for a while. It almost lived up to the hype. That's how I will describe this book. I liked it. I say it's a solid four out of five stars, but there are so many people out there who are like, this is the best book ever. And I think part of that is why I was maybe a little bit more hard on it, but also it just was a little bit cringe in some parts. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that the cheese factor is what I call it with these romance books. And this one had some of that cheesy cringe factor. And there was just certain things that made me go, ooh, don't like that. The overall plot was good. It was a good like summer like beach read romance. You don't really have to think about it. Rom-com kind of thing. I liked the characters. There weren't characters in there that really annoyed me. So that was good. It's just some of the dialogue that I was like, meh, I don't like that. But all in all, solid four out of five stars. But like I said, I didn't get the overall hype like some people did who are like, this is the greatest book of all time. So there you go. Uh, what is this book about? You probably already know if you're into books what this book is about. But it is about our girl Anastasia. They call her Stoss. And then... Nate Hawkins. Nate Hawkins is, of course, the captain of the hockey team. Anastasia is a figure skater, and her partner's name is Aaron. They are friends. They are working together to go to the Olympics. And then we have our guy over here, Nate Hawkins, captain of the hockey team. And there's a little crisis, and the hockey team and the ice skating team kind of have to work together to share the ice rink. <laughs> it sounds dumb when I'm talking about it, but it, the plot is okay. It's not as dumb as it sounds. And then we've got this kind of heat between Aaron and Nate, and they really don't like each other. And then there's like all this fighting and stuff. Nate has to end up helping Stoss train because Aaron is out with an injury. There's lots of ins and outs there, but let's get into the meat and potatoes. Let's talk about the actual relationship here, Stoss and Nate. Like Now I'm like, did they call her Stoss or Stassi? I think it was just Stoss, but I'm getting a little confused because sometimes I listen to Stassi Schroeder's podcast like once a month, so now I'm getting all mixed up here. But anyways, 
enemies to lovers is kind of a trope in this book, but one of the problems I had was it was like insta love too. I really am not a big enemies to lovers girl because it's just not very believable sometimes. How do you go from like I hate you to I love you like that and that is kind of what happened with this book but it was a little bit more believable because these are college age people. They're a little more immature. There's like the heat there. It's just you know it, it's more believable than when I read a enemies to lovers and these are supposed to be like full grown adults like living their lives and they're like I hate you and then they're like I love you like all of a sudden like I just don't get it it's not believable to me this was a little bit more believable <sighs> the steam in this book very 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 good very good very good I knew it was going to be steamy. I saw all of the reviews everywhere. Everyone's like, this one is spicy. And it was spicy. I liked it. Very good. I liked their chemistry. It was there. One of the weird things about this book is that Stoss calls Nate bub. And I don't like that. That's like something you call your brother or your son. Like, that was a little weird. But I could I could look past that. Uh, there was just... Let's talk about the cringe factor. The cringe factor for me really came up when the author was adding in stuff just for the book reader, the smut lover community. Like, there's a point in the book where she's, like, telling Nate that she reads romance books, and he's like, anything they do in that book, when we get home, I'll do to you. And it's like, okay, like, you that... Cheese. Cheese factor. Cheese alarm going off there. Like, come on. Like, that was just a little bit dumb to me. And then there was one, uh, there's a couple other things that were just like, why did you say that? Oh, uh, it comes up when I'm reading you guys' reviews. So I am going to read a negative review. I think I actually have two negative reviews because there's two things I really wanted to talk about. And then I'll read you a positive review. But like I said, overall a good book. <sighs> they get together. They go apart. It's very typical college romance. Like... <laughs> The plot is there, but it's also just, you know, easy. Nothing groundbreaking, nothing, nothing groundbreaking. That, that sum, sums it up for you. But anyways, let's read some reviews here. I'm going to read two negative reviews, which I usually don't do. And this doesn't mean that I hate this book. Like I'm saying, it's like solid four out of five stars. But I think both of these negative reviews have a very good point. So here's the first one. Subject line is bad dialogue, boring characters. I don't even know where to start with this book. The dialogue is stilted and cringeworthy. The characters are dull caricatures who aren't interesting or particularly likable, and there are way too many side characters. Not to mention the entire plotline is horribly contrived. No college has separate skating rinks for hockey and figure skating, but don't take my word for it. Read the free preview and decide for yourself. So I feel like this is a solid negative review. They made good points for what they didn't enjoy about the book. I did not think... I thought the characters were likable. I liked them. I thought they were good. Uh, there are a ton of side characters, but that didn't deter me at all. And yeah, the dialogue. The dialogue is a little cringy. So there is the negative review. Number one. Here is another one-star review from Mrs. Smith. <laughs> I chose this because this is a common theme in some of the negative reviews that I saw. So subject line is not for teens. Mistakenly bought this for my 16 year old daughter. We should have looked a bit further into it. Very detailed sex scenes of young adults. Wasn't what we thought it was going to be. It looks like it's well written though for people who are looking for young adult sex novels. <laughs> 
college romance is a very popular a very popular trend in books. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I'm thinking about what I read when I was 16. I probably read books pretty close to this. I think I read like Nora Roberts and stuff like that. Lots of Nicholas Sparks, Jodie Picoult when I was 16. But, you know, there, there's still some sex scenes in there. But this one is pure smut. And this is the problem with the illustrated covers. So this is something that people talk a lot about in like the different book communities, especially the romance book community, the smut community, who are like, oh, when you know it's a cartoon character cover, you know it's going to be spicy. And it's like, yes. But if you're not that familiar with that being a thing, I can very well see mom's buying this book or a daughter being like yeah let me get this book like a 13 year old this looks like a kid's like a very young adult it looks like very young adult books and then it's like this is pretty uh pretty spicy so there was a couple different reviews for moms about this cover and I just it's an interesting topic to think about I want to know like what you guys think I like the cartoon covers but I also understand what these people are saying I hate when you have the cover and you're trying to read a book which I read almost everything on a kindle but I share all everything I read like on my different social media accounts and then you don't really want to share the covers of the books with like the shirtless guy and like the almost naked girl and they're like making out on the cover you're like that's not really what I want to show the world. So these cartoon covers are great for that. Or if you're reading in public on the bus and you're like reading the cartoon cover, you don't want to be reading, like I said, the, the Fabio kind of cover. But I do see where there can be a lot of confusion here. So I, I don't know. There should be some kind of happy medium, but I don't know what it is yet. So I don't know. And I don't think we need to get into like rating books like PG-13, all that kind of stuff. But... I can very well see how this could be taken as a book for middle schoolers. <laughs> and then they start reading it and they're like, whoa, dang, it's a lot happening here. So, like I said, the sex scenes in this book are very good. I, I It was very good. Not the best I've ever read, but good. Oh, here's the five out of five star review. Subject line is... Nathan Hawkins is a man who was most definitely written by a woman. Let's start there. I know. I'm ripping this five-star review apart already, and it's this, this line. That line is in quotations because it's in the fucking book. In the book it says, because Nate... I can't remember if it says Nate or Nathan, but it's in, like... Stoss is saying it, and she says, because Nathan Hawkins is a man who was most definitely written by a woman. Written by a woman. Obviously, he's written by a woman, because this isn't real. But, like, that, I, I did not like that line in the book at all. It just made me cringe so hard. I'm like, ugh. Ugh. That's something people say in the book community. They're like, oh, that's a man who was written by a woman. Like, they're perfect. Like, they're, they've got it all. You don't say that in the book. Ah, that was, like, the cheese fact. That was too much cheese. Cheese overload. Yeah, anyways. Okay, here's the rest of the review. Not as bad as that one line. I also just think it's funny, like, that's the one line you chose to put in the subject line of your five-star review. Like, I think that was the worst line in the entire book, and you're using that as the defense of the five-star. Like, I think it was a good book. That particular piece was the worst line in the book, and you're using it as your five-star. Okay, here's the review. Sorry about all that. 
First off, the enemies to lovers trope is not a huge part of the plot, and neither is the whole hockey player turned figure skater thing. I was disappointed because those were the two things that drew me into the story. However, I loved Nathan so much that he made up for it. Anastasia was a good leading lady too, but Nathan was so perfect. They're both players and have been around town two or three times, if you know what I mean. The way they fell into one another was so great. I loved watching them overcome their commitment issues, family drama, and everything else. I really enjoyed them together. This book is definitely spicy, so be forewarned. My only other issue is that I loved their relationship so much that I got bored with anything that wasn't their relationship. So some of the book fell flat for me. Not the author's fault. I just didn't care about their personal growth. I just wanted to have them together, aka the spicy scene. <laughs> And holy cow, it's so delicious when a guy calls a girl by her last name and Nathan is all over that. Ooh-wee. Book boyfriend times 1,000. Haha, good book. <laughs> it's just a fun review. Uh, yeah, I, like, yeah. This book is good, but it's not the best book I've ever read in my life. I will say that. I, I know people love this. Like, this is their favorite book of all time. But I think the things that I disliked about the book are, I think they're good gripes to have with the book. I don't think they're ridiculous, and I'm not saying this is a horrible book. I'm saying it's a solid four out of five, great for a beach read, summer smut if you're looking for it, but I just don't know. I'm also not going to talk about the epilogue. I love an epilogue when you get to see like the couple where they are now there is just, it was a little unbelievable certain things. So that's just me. But all in all, good book, good college romance. I, I like these because they don't have so much like weight to them. It was just like a nice light read, which was what I was looking for. It gave me what I was expecting. Everyone was saying it's so good. And I am a little tough on these books when everyone's like, it's so good. It's so good. So there we are. Those are my thoughts on Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. This is also the first in the series. It sounds like there's going to be a second book in this series. I don't know who it's about. I let's just let's just say one more thing about this one. The way that Henry was written was just ridiculous. So if you have read this book, let me know if you agree with me. And if you haven't read this book, I, I'm intrigued to see what you think when you read this book and then you're introduced to Henry. It was just, that was just a little ridiculous for me. I really liked Robbie and Lola. They were good side characters. I liked JJ. Um, Aaron's character was a little unbelievable as well, but uh, all in all, it was fine. It was fine. It's a little immature, but I like immature books every once in a while. So there you go. I just keep saying the same thing. So I think I got to cut it off there. The next podcast episode is going to be about Matthew Perry's book, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, his memoir. I just finished it, and I'll talk all about it. I think I agree with a lot of the consensus that other people have about this one. So, yeah, what am I reading now? I'm reading another smut book. It's called Yes, Chef by Linda Vergie. And it's very good. And I also started a thriller called The Chain, and it's very good. So I'm very excited to get into both of those. And I hope you are enjoying whatever is, I hope you're enjoying whatever it is you are reading right now. And I will be back next time to talk about more books. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Pish Posh Pages. If you loved it, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or just share wherever you listen to podcasts. Also follow our bookstagram, Instagram, whatever you want to call it, at Pish Posh Pages for more book talk. We want to have more people in our No Strings Attached book club. I'm so glad that you were here and we'll be talking about more books next time. See you soon and happy reading.